Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Today, Jim talks to a guy who went from virtually broke to a massive seven-figure private label success story. We have some incredible people in our community, and today you're going to meet yet another one. Let's get this started. Yeah, thank you, Sam. Welcome back, listener. This is indeed the Silent Sales Machine Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Cockrum, as always. And today we've got a guest who's actually a client of mine. We're doing some really exciting work with this guy. He's got a private label product that just blew up. And we're still exploring the story because every time I check in with him, it's just gotten bigger and better. His name's KJ Robinson, and we first met at our live CES event last year. Now, we've got another one coming up September 2017. So if you want to come and hang out with people like KJ and all the other people in our community that are excited about the stuff we talk about on this podcast, plan to be there. But today we're going to dive in and talk to KJ Robinson and his Audio Pets product. KJ, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jim. Excited to be here with you today. I mean, you know, there's so many directions we could go right at the start of this, but I thought what we'd do today is just turn it over to you. The listeners hear me a lot. I just want you to tell your story. I mean, we hung out a little bit in LA here about a month ago and you met some of Brett's team for the first time and that environment was just energetic. We love those small events when we get a chance to do it. And by the way, listener, just a little side note, if you go to silentgym.com slash podcast, you can get all the show notes, including links to our events and other stuff that's on the calendar that you want to be aware of. But let's jump in. KJ, tell us your story. Tell us about your product, how you came to know our community. Just go for a minute because I think people are really going to enjoy this. Yeah, sure. I, I will start by saying the LA event was really awesome. Learned so much there that's already helped my business. I really appreciate what you and Brett did for us there. And so, you know, it was uh, a little over a year ago. I'd worked for the bank in a banking industry for over 16 years. And uh, our CEO decided that I should probably find somewhere else to work. And I agreed with <laughs> yeah. him at that time. <laughs> there so, we go. Uh, so we started looking at what do we want to do next? My wife and I decided that let's do our own thing. And so we actually started looking at franchises first. And I got to tell you, we probably looked at over 40 different franchises. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. We did a serious deep dive into at least six of them to the point where we were, you know, signing paperwork to move things forward. And then the last moment just felt like this really isn't what God had for us. We wanted something that really could grow exponentially. We wanted something that would allow us the uh, time that we wanted to do other things besides just work. You know, I really believe in a a work-life balance when it comes to my family, work with my church and with work as well. I just want things to be able to fall into place and the franchise just wasn't doing it. And then we came across the idea of doing online retail business through Amazon and some Someone mentioned to me FBA. And at the time, I didn't know what those letters stood for. You know, it was right. right? And so it's just really foreign to me completely. So started investigating, started to look into things and decided, you know, I think this might be the right thing for us. And so we started private labeling some products. We went to uh, China almost immediately because there were some conferences going on there and started investigating things. And one of the things that I wanted to do personally, Jim, is I love music. And so I thought, wouldn't it be cool to do a line of instruments? But then as I started to look into instruments, I found that maybe that wasn't the right market for us. The margins weren't really where we were hoping they would be. And I wasn't sure that I really had the expertise that was needed to lead that kind of thing. So then I started thinking about 
well, maybe speakers. I mean, there are a lot of people who do speakers, but I really enjoy a really good sounding speaker. And then we started playing with that idea a little bit more and thought, what if we had this as something that was really fun that people would want to take with them wherever they go, that it could be portable, that it would be appealing to kids and adults and would encourage them to want to have it around and listen to music. And eventually we ended up on this idea of my audio pets, which is an, an animal shaped Bluetooth speaker. And you know, we kind of broke the rules a little bit with this gym because we kind of went all in with my audio pets. Yeah, you guys did. It's not a path. If we had met at this point, I might have been the guy, unfortunately, that tried to talk you out of it because <laughs> you guys really did go all in. But I love how you, you've already mentioned it was a matter of prayer. And that's how my wife and I make big decisions as well. And so when God gives us the, the green light, sometimes we didn't expect it. Like, all right, we're going in. But you had that advantage, obviously. You guys had made prayerful decisions. But yeah. Yeah, so when you say you went all in, you know, how all in did you go? I'll tell you, financially, we uh, went in personally to begin with, uh, you know, over a couple hundred thousand dollars into this project. So when I say all in, I mean, we really went all in. It was to the point where uh, we had decided if this fails, we were either moving into my wife's parents' basement or renting a van and living down by the river somewhere. We weren't sure. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, so you guys were serious all in. I mean, we ain't joking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this I was, uh, this was everything we had pushed into this project because we really felt like this is where God was leading us. It just, uh, made sense to us. We thought it was really a cool product and, you know, we did what we thought we needed to do to get things set up. We were building up to what we hoped would be a great fourth quarter, you know, because you hear all the stories about in retail and on Amazon, fourth quarters really were a lot of products can explode and you can make most of your money for the year. And so we were really building up and hoping something would uh, would take place, would happen for us for fourth quarter. You know, I learned something a couple years back from my son that I shared with, with you in LA. I just think such a, a neat story for me. We had gone to uh, the Christmas tree lighting at the governor's mansion here in Georgia. And I'm really not name dropping because it was uh, open to the public event. And uh, we were inside, they were doing tours of the governor's mansion. We were inside doing tours and I'm looking around for my son and I don't see him anywhere. And then finally my wife says, he's over there in the corner. And so I go over just in time to see my son asking the governor, Nathan Deal at the time, asking him, I heard there was going to be cookies at this event. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Where's the cookies? So it it just cracked me up that my son's shaking hands with the governor asking him for cookies. Well, uh, two things happened. The governor laughed, and then he went and got my son cookies. And so what I learned there is uh, he got because he asked. Yes. And so often in life, if we're just willing to ask, we can receive some pretty incredible things. And so with that in mind, my wife and I started to ask other people, publications, if they would consider putting my audio pets in their Christmas list and their favorite things list and things like that. And one of the people that we wrote to was Oprah Winfrey. And I'll tell you, it was really kind of a, should we send it? Should we not? Are we wasting our time? And we thought, no, let's just ask. Let's just see what God can do with this. Let's just ask. So my wife sent the email to Oprah Winfrey's team for the Oprah's favorite things list for 2016. And I kid you not, within five minutes, we got a response saying, these things are so stinking cute. Can you send us samples immediately? And so we did. We sent samples immediately. And then we started talking about, well, 
this may not go anywhere, but we'll see, it could. And my response was, you know, even if it doesn't go anywhere, at least there are people in the Oprah Winfrey magazine, the O Magazine office, who had these things on their desk, and that might get us a few sales, so every little helps. Let me just pause the story. I mean, this is an awesome story. You're going to continue on in a minute. But the people who, in our community, the people who take a moment to sit back and think, okay, it's only going to take me a couple minutes to try to go for a home run here. Let's just send an email. Let's just take a shot at it. You know, that's the story, Death Wish Coffee. Same thing. Like, I'm just going to spend a little time. Who are the big boys that could really make something happen fast here? I'm just going to send them a sample. I'm just going to see what happens. Why not? It's the beauty of having your own product. The price of testing. And you see, the thing I like about this story too is, I mean, you went all in. You were all in at this point. But there's a lesson here for the average listener too. You could have just been sitting on 50 samples at this point too, feasibly. Now, you'd have had a big production schedule and you might have had some challenges there. You know, I'm not going to get into logistics, but there's no reason you can't start testing this concept with just a handful of sample products, even a concept, right? I mean, get out there. I think that's right. But I do, I also think you're right. I could have done what I'd done so far with maybe 50, maybe a hundred, maybe that's all I needed at this point. I think that's right. But I also think you need to uh, look the part, if you will. You know how uh, you hear the old adage, dress for the job you want, not the one you have. And so we needed to build the presence that made us look like we were someone that they would want to do business with. Yeah, that's good. So we did the prep work. And what I mean by that is we had a website up, myaudiopet.com, that looked great so that we could direct people there right away. We had our custom packaging done so that when they saw the package, they saw our logo. And by the way, we went through the effort of you know doing the trademark and uh, for our logo in China and in the US. We you know applied for the patent, did all the things that we needed to do to protect ourselves, but also to look the part, if you will, to look like this is a company that we want to do business with because they look professional. They look like they know what they're doing. And I'll be candid with you. We had no idea what we were doing, but at least we looked like we did. Exactly. That helps a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And we put in the effort to uh, at least put our best foot forward. You know, I think if we had started sending out emails to some of these really heavy hitters and some of these big players in the industry and didn't even have a website outside of Amazon ready to point them to, it probably wouldn't have gone much further. I'm sure you're right. And so, yeah, I think one of the points that I would encourage people to think about is a how do I build a presence or at least a look or an information page or something off of Amazon that I can point people to if I'm looking to build my business beyond Amazon? And by the way, this story kind of goes full circle because it does go back to Amazon. And we'll get to that. But with uh, the email to Oprah's favorite things group, nothing happened after that for a while. My wife sent another email saying, hey, we just want to follow up after a few weeks to see if there's any interest or if we could do anything to help. And We got the uh, kind of the form letter response that said, this is a very involved process. Please be patient. Don't contact us. We'll contact you kind of thing. Yeah, you got a little nervous at that point, right? Like this might not be anything. Yeah, Yeah. of course, of course. Right, right. But that was okay. We still thought it was a great experience and we could learn from it and maybe build from there. And then I don't know if I told you this, Jim, but it was uh, the day after I got back from the CES event in Nashville that I was going through emails. Uh, It was literally the day after. And uh, there was an email that said, congratulations, my audio pet. 
And I thought, yeah, whatever. I was about to delete it as being just another junk mail because you get a lot of those junk mails that say, congratulations, you've won, whatever. Right. Uh, but I thought, I'll just open it and see. And when I opened it, it was, congratulations, my audio pet. You've been chosen as one of Oprah's favorite things for 2016. Wow. And I can't begin to tell you the excitement in our house then. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, just just instantly, the whole game changes. And I, I knew it was pretty shortly after we had spoken at uh, CES in 2000. 16 because it wasn't long after that that you were contacting me That's right. like okay we got to get the gears rolling here buddy <laughs> time to hop in and help out with uh, with this situation that's when we really started that's working right. together as kind of client partnership so it's probably about a week after ces i think is probably when you contacted me with that excited email yeah i think that's right it was definitely exciting from there and god just really opened up some incredible doors from that not only uh, Oprah's favorite things, and by the way, heard the, a great story from Adam Glassman, who's the chief curator of the event. And the way Oprah chooses her favorite things, it's either things that she's been exposed to through the year that she really likes, or they literally set up a big room with all this stuff in it. And Oprah just kind of walks through the room and just picks things that she likes. And Adam Glassman told us later, he really didn't think that she would go for my audio pets because Oprah doesn't go for cutesy, were his <laughs> words. And uh, he said, as soon as she walked into the room, she walked immediately over to my audio pets, picked them up. The first one. Yeah. Picked them up and said, this is a my favorite thing. Her first pick of the year, right? From, from the yeah, room. Yeah, oh, right, God, that's that is right. so cool, man. Yeah. What exposure. And of course, obviously from there, things have blown up. I mean, give us some numbers. Tell us, you know, you went from never really having sold these things a short time ago to just explosive growth. And, and uh, you even you even had some trouble tracking down enough investment funds to get the ball rolling there. So just, you know, talk us through the process, you know, what all happened. So it, it really did explode. It was announced uh, November 3rd, what her favorite things were, what Oprah's favorite things were. And we went to literally being a business who was doing okay, but nothing really all that exciting as far as Amazon sales or off Amazon sales to within the first couple of weeks of November, we were a seven-figure your business. So God really just blessed us quickly with what was happening. And you know, I shared a little story in LA with those who are attending. That's the Proven Growth Workshop for those of you who keep saying, what's LA? You know, we have a, a smaller get together. It's uh, We do it a couple times a year, provengrowthworkshop.com. And ignore the dog barking in the background. That's just part of the reality of silent sales machine radio. <laughs> I got five dogs, <laughs> if you can hear my little guy going nuts. But anyway, actually the day that you contacted me and said, Jim, we got to get the ball rolling here. Oprah, you may, I actually signed a non-disclosure because you weren't allowed to tell anybody, right? That's like, right. Okay, yeah. you can't tell anybody this. They've made us sign a non-disclosure. So I knew what was going to be happening. You needed a bunch of this product fast. And you know, I was sitting there thinking, okay, I've just met this guy. I know he's been in our community a little bit, but not too long. We had a good conversation, but didn't really know you that well. And I'm like, okay, is this legit? Is this anything here that I should be paying attention to? And you had to come up with, you know, several hundred thousand dollars pretty fast. You know, let's yeah, just, just right. throw that out there. It was a pretty big investment to be able to meet the demand that they said would be coming. And you know, I don't know how many times per week you get someone calling you or texting you or emailing you and saying, Hey, I need about three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars. You know, it was actually three hundred, right? If I remember correctly. Correctly. Right, that's right. I need $300,000, you know, pretty quick. Usually, 
that's a good way to end a conversation, right? It's like, <laughs> I, what, what can I do to help? You know, like I'll, I'll, I'll give it some thought, but I don't know where this money is going to come from. But literally, as we were interacting, I'm getting a text message from our private label guy, Ryan Rieger. He's, uh, we're going to have him on the show here soon again, but he did a great show for us not too long ago. He'd known him for a long time. He and his wife, Melaine, getting ready to have a baby soon, um, which is really cool. But he's texting me. So he's, I'm like, okay, I got to get to Ryan after I get done talking to KJ. And he texts me and says, hey, we got to talk. So I call him up. He says, hey, I've got this university that's got a $300,000 grant program. They want to use it for some online internet investment type of thing. And now it takes the wind out of the story just a little bit when we tell, hey, we didn't end up using those funds. It wasn't a perfect match. But it was, to me, again, just God's way of saying, yes, I'm here. I'm going to make this work. This is going to really happen. You should pay attention to this story. And I love when God does that. He just connects the dots like that. So here I am talking to someone I barely know saying, hey, I need $300,000. And here I'm getting a random text from, you know, Ryan has no way of knowing we're talking about this. And he's talking about this $300,000 grant program. Like, okay, God is in this. There's something big about to happen here. And I feel like we're just, you know, we're at level one of a chapter one of a story that's got about 20 chapters in it. I mean, this is all new stuff. I mean, the book is still being written on what's going to happen here because we're doing some exciting stuff. You know, we've partnered up, Brett and I have partnered up with you. We're doing some creative marketing stuff, our proven audience formula approach. That's provenaudienceformula.com. It's a course that's not out yet, but it's how we're using Facebook to do some creative video marketing things. We've grown some massive mailing lists at this point for other products. We're going to be doing that with you. So I think we're looking at a potential household name product. I mean, this is the kind of thing you're going to see eventually in store shelves and just all over the place as a really hot toy. It, it already is. You're having trouble keeping stock already, is my understanding. It's selling so fast. With, so keep the story going, though. Obviously, there's huge momentum here. And I hope the listener, as they're hearing this, isn't thinking, oh, well, that'll never happen to me. No, this is the kind of stuff that happens when you step into a community of like-minded people and you just go after these ideas that are so easy to test and you pursue them passionately. So speak to some of that. I think that's right. I'll remind you, Jim, and, and the people who are listening that I had not sold anything online prior to doing this. And this was just a matter of me trusting people in the community and talking to other people in the community and then just asking. And now it was in the story where I was asking people for money to help, uh, you know, with the inventory to prepare for what was coming. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of friends and family who said, hey, we believe in you and we'll invest in this. We'll give it a shot. And in fact, Jim, you invested personally with this as well. And so, yes, I, sir, I did. Yeah. I was eager to do so. And I greatly appreciated that. And everyone who invested in us was uh, was rewarded, I think, uh, handsomely for the investment. In fact, my mom, when I gave her back the money that she invested with us with the uh, the interest that I promised her I would give her, immediately said, uh, KJ, can I give this back to you and have you reinvest it? So that was, <laughs> you know, that was great. I love it. Yeah, smart mom you got there. <laughs> yeah, right. And so, and you know, from the very beginning, when we were looking at doing all this, my wife and I, as we were talking about it, you know, as we're praying about it and as we're saying, hey, should we really do this? Should we really go all in? Should we really take this risk? My wife's response is just something that I will always be thankful for because uh, she just looked at me and she said, KJ, there is no one that I would trust more. Let's just do it. And so uh, she said, I would bet on you before I would bet on anything else. And so we did it. And because of her support and because of her willingness for us just to go ahead and 
give it a shot, to, to go for it, and then to walk beside me in it. That's why we were able to be successful. I think it's so important for a husband and wife to be walking in lockstep with these things. Yes. It's hard for us as guys to probably properly verbalize the impact it has internally to have a wife who believes in you. Oh my goodness. Not just gives it lip service, but actually genuinely believes in you. Just a little tip out there for the wives. I'm not even sure how to put it into female speak the right way. I mean, I don't speak female. I've been married to one for quite a while. I still, <laughs> I mean, we tech different languages sometimes. We love each other, but I can tell you this. She is my number one cheerleader. She's believed in me when pretty much everyone else I know was going, you do what now for a living? You sell <laughs> what? Where? That doesn't make you. So when are you going to get a job? And she's like, no, if this is what you're supposed to be doing, this is, and she didn't even need the details. She just believed in me. And I'm not saying she's got the formula for the way, you know, some spouses, as you know, KJ, they're like, they're all in the business together. And then there's other spouses like my wife and I, where all she does is she does her thing. She's an artist. She homeschools. She does her thing, but she believes in me. She's like, Hey, you know what? If you've heard from God and you believe in this, yeah, go for it. You know, sometimes you're going to mess up, but I know it's all going to be fine. She's not worried about money one bit. She just believes in me. So no matter what your arrangement is on how you work the business, if you're married, man, spouses, especially females, if you can believe in your husband, I don't know what it feels like to a female to have her husband believe in her. I can't explain it because I'm a guy. I've never been there. But as a guy, oh, it's like this rocket boost. You know, it's like this, okay, I can't fail. I won't fail. I will make this happen because she believes in me. It just does something inside, right? So it's so cool that she played that important part. And and my wife has as well. I mean, she believed in me more than I did (laughs) for the longest time. Yeah, I like to say any success I've had in life is because my wife believed I could. Yeah, perfect. I love it. Perfectly said. So where else is this heading, man? I mean, you guys have sold a lot of this stuff. Give us some numbers and some forecasts and you know, share with us some details as much as you can. I will share that uh, out of being chosen as Oprah's favorite things, a lot of cool things happened. Uh, like USA Today picked us as one of the top 10 Christmas gifts for 2016. We got exposure all over the place. I mean, we were in newspapers in Dubai and all over the world, literally. And then we ended up uh, doing some TV shows as well, like The View and The Rachel Ray Show. And the day we were on The View, for instance, we sold uh, 24,000 units in one day. Actually, we sold 24,000 units in one hour. Oh, wow. That's awesome. 24,000 units in an hour? In an hour. Yeah, it was really quite crazy. We had allocated only 10,000 units for the uh, program because ABC couldn't give us an exact number. They were like, well, we really don't know. So we allocated 10,000 units. They aired a segment that was uh, showing off the My Audio Pets, and we sold those 10,000 within about six minutes. ABC called us immediately and said, we need more, we need more. Right. So we, uh, we did 10,000 more, wow. and those sold out within the hour. And bad part of that story was that we were short-sighted because it hadn't even aired in the West Coast yet, and we had already sold 20,000 units. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we were scrambling on the fulfillment side of this. You had yeah. to learn some lessons really quick. Like, how do you ship 24,000 units of anything in a day? I I mean, listener, just imagine that. Like, okay, you got to ship 24,000 units of this within the next 48 hours. We did. And you and I talked about this a lot beforehand. We did. uh, I needed to find a fulfillment center that could help us do this. And we did find a fulfillment center that we used in California. We had an okay result with that. I'll tell you, we're doing another show with ABC uh, the end of this month. And we've set it up that we're doing our own fulfillment for this show. 
we've learned enough, I think, over the last several months that uh, we're going to do this one uh, ourselves. So wow, it's a little bit of a risk, I think, but it's worth the risk because of uh, the bottom line and what it yeah. can mean for us and our business and moving forward. All hands on deck and let's save a little money and uh, let's ship out a bunch of boxes, man. You making it a family affair? A family and friends affair. <laughs> so There we go. Right. Oh, I love it. You've got to get some video of that. I mean, just have someone capturing some video because this is, I mean, this is family legacy story time. You know, this will be a great story 20 years from now, right? So make sure you capture these moments, man. If you could see my garage and basement even now, my garage is slammed full of uh, my audio pets in anticipation of this event uh, in March in a couple of weeks. And my basement is all set up with tables and tape and boxes and all the stuff that's needed for it. We're we're ready to go. Uh, We've been practicing and getting things ready. And, you know, it's just another step in the journey, learning another process, learning some more things to do. And that's, that's one of the things I really love about what we're doing is every day, literally every day I'm learning something new and I love to learn. And so this has been just such a cool, cool experience. Well, I'm sitting here holding right now the, uh, in my hand, the, the pink pig, but there you have six of them, right? And I've got this little pink one right here, right next to, uh, some of my other precious trophies from clients and students of mine. I've got a little shelf full of the mementos and, and here it is, man, because I know this is going to be one of the big breakthrough hot toys. I and mean, I really do think we're sitting on the tip of the iceberg. One of the things we're doing is we're being, you know, we need to spend some more time talking about this maybe offline, but you know, your email marketing strategies, because the true value of what you're doing right now, yes, you're making some money selling a product, but that email list, man, that is an asset that you can go back to over and over. Even when, you know, Bluetooth speakers aren't all the rage and this toy kind of drifts into the background, which will happen at some point, you'll have that list and you can tap into it and do some exciting things. Are you doing anything there yet? Yeah. We, See anything with your email results? Yeah. Thank you for asking. We do. We've been gathering our list and you know our, our list isn't uh, you know astronomic yet, but we have I think 16 or 17,000 uh, on our email list now. And uh, we do promotions with around the holidays. For instance, we did a Valentine's Day special uh, and actually got a great response from the email that we sent out from that. And we did a campaign where we asked people to vote on what they would like to see as the new uh, My Audio Pets for 2017. We got like 20,000 responses from people about the what they would like to see as the new pets. Which, did you do that on Facebook by any chance? No, it was primarily through email and Instagram. Oh, oh, I love it. Instagram is beautiful. But you know, a lot of your target demographic shoppers, I'm assuming it's the moms that are buying this for the most part. I mean, I haven't yeah, looked at your, right. dem- but I mean, moms do most of the shopping when in a family. If you can get them engaging on Facebook, and we're going to be spending some more time talking about this in the coming months on this show even, but the power of that engagement, because then their, their comment and their feedback and their idea, you know, spreads virally, as we all know. So their friends see it like, hey, why are you talking about, you know, a, a purple monkey on Facebook? Facebook. Oh, it's for a new, you know, my audio pet idea. And so then you get others engaging in it. So we're exploring some really exciting stuff there and growing some big mailing lists and and very targeted customer lists. That's how, you know, Brett and I, you heard when we were in LA at the Proven Growth Workshop that we grew a mailing list of 80,000 people in just a few weeks using some of these strategies. And so you'll have a mailing list of half a million in no time. 
I mean, just with some of these strategies we're talking about, we're going to be sitting on a product where the kind of decisions I think you'll be making within a year or so is, should we take this offer from Mattel? They want to give us $15 million. What do you think? I mean, that's the kind of stuff that's coming. I just see it. I saw it coming with Death Wish Coffee. And I mean, the writing's on the wall. I don't need a crystal ball to see this. There's just so much momentum. It's such a great creative product. And uh, congratulations on it, man. Thank you. You know, it's. I just want to say this one more thing. You know, I am excited about what God's doing and the big things that he is coming. But it's also some of the small things that just thrill my heart. And I'll just share this quickly. I had a mom write in to tell us that her son was autistic and that he didn't communicate, that he just uh, really stayed really reserved within within a shell and they bought him a my audio pet they bought him the boom bear my audio pet and they gave it to him and uh they said at first he just kind of looked at it and then they started playing music through it and then he started just sort of dancing along with the music and within a couple of weeks he was singing along with his my audio pet and his mom wrote us just to say thank you for mm-hmm. providing something that allowed her to, to find a way to connect with her son and you know if that's all that this was about if that was the only thing that this had accomplished i would be grateful. That's incredible. Oh, I love it. Yeah. You know, at the heart of being in business, and we've talked about on this show before, at the heart of being in business is serving others well. And when you serve well, it's so rewarding and we get paid too. So we can keep doing more of this serving thing. (laughs) It's just a beautiful thing. It's, you know, from my vantage point as a Christian, and we talk openly about these topics from time to time on this show, it's about stewardship. When God gives you something, it's supposed to be growing. If it's not growing, something's off. Something needs to be fixed. It should be growing. So if you're given a business and you're given a business idea, it should be growing. And the way you grow it is to serve more and more people. And you guys are definitely serving some people. And this story is going to do nothing but get better, man. Well, I think I'd like for you to check in with us again at some point. I mean, this is going to be a bigger and bigger story. I think there's so much momentum here. I don't know how we could stop it if we wanted to at this point. It's just incredible. So congratulations again. And any last thoughts you want to leave with the listeners? Anything that uh, that went unsaid today that, you know, maybe a way to encourage them or just something else that, you know, spur them on to take the next step? Because, you know, this is a big success story. But I just want to remind people while you think for a minute, KJ, remind people that this was just an idea. And you just kind of went for it. And then you use the tools and the strategies that are out there and you got into a community. And yeah, I, I gave you some advice. You had some other good people helping you out here and there. But man, you just went out there and made it happen. We live in the greatest time in the history of man to be an entrepreneur. And you're just another example of why that is. You can take an idea and run with it. If you go all in, man, good things can happen. Even though, you know, you'll, I might have tried to talk you out of it. Like I said, you guys really went $200,000 all in before you knew. And that's just not something we coach people to do all that often around here. But man, it sure paid off. But but what thoughts do you have for the audience? So first of all, I think I'd say uh, I do believe that there is wisdom in the counsel of others and being able to talk to others like you, Jim, who I know where you're coming from. I know where your belief system is. You give great advice. You've got great programs for people to really help them move things forward. And I guess the next thing I would say is that I don't think fear is from God. And I think if uh, fear is what's holding you back, you really need to take a look at what is behind that fear because there's so, as you just said, there's so much opportunity out there. This is really an incredible time to be an entrepreneur, to jump in, to dive in and to try things. And the last thing I'd say is I really believe that so often we don't have because we didn't ask. Don't be afraid to ask for help. I know that you, Jim, and so many others in your community are so willing, myself included, so willing to help anyone else with anything they can. 
So don't be afraid to ask others for help, for advice, for counsel, for whatever you need. In my case, I needed advice, I needed counsel, I needed money, I needed everything. And uh, God helped provide those resources, but I had to ask. And so I would just encourage other people to take the shot, don't be afraid, and ask for help. Ah, I love it. That's actually a good lead in to remind everyone, hey, we've got a free Facebook community you can be a part of. It'll be in the show notes. It's in the show notes every week. If you're not in our Facebook group, why not? It's a great place to go and to ask if you want to interact with KJ. Hey, he's in there. We've got a whole bunch of great leaders who hang out in there all day. People from around the world. We're coming up on 36,000, I think, at this point, as I record this, people in that Facebook group. It's all people who are using the internet creatively to grow incredible businesses with an emphasis on our Amazon businesses for a lot of us right now, but all manner of authors and consultants and people doing interesting, crazy things on the internet. Just a great community, a very positive place. So come in there. If you got questions, that's a good place to ask. There'll be someone there that can help you out with just about anything. We'd love to have you. We love newbies too. If there's a lot of questions that come up over and over again, we're very patient. We've got about think 40 moderators that are in there, 80 total, 40 that are in there on a regular basis, just answering any basic questions you might have. So join the My Silent Team Facebook community. The link is in the show notes at silentgym.com slash podcast. We'd love to have you there. Thank you, KJ. This was time well spent today. I hope people feel encouraged and motivated and inspired. And I think I'll end it here. Just remind the listeners, hey, if you want to come hang out with people like KJ and some of the other successful people that we interview on this show, these are people from our community. If you've noticed, I don't spend a lot of time going out hunting down famous authors and people I've never met and you've never met. What I do is I spend time talking to people right inside our community that are doing great things because there's so many of them. So if you come to one of our live events like CES in September 2017, go to com for details. You're going to hang out with people like KJ, with all these other successful people, with Brett and his team, with my team and people who sell on Amazon for me all day, every day. Come hang out with us. It's a big, like a big family reunion. So really looking forward to that this year with you guys. But all right, KJ, thanks for your time today, buddy. Appreciate it as always. And listener, you've just given us a very valuable chunk of your day and we appreciate it. I hope the return on investment for you is huge. I love doing this. I hope you love it half as much as I do because I'm having a blast. So God bless you, listener. Can't wait to do this again. Talk to you again real soon.